Celebrating Halloween as a parent can be quite the mixed bag. On one hand, it's one of the few opportunities that our children have to be out in the world. I remember being a kid and feeling such a sense of freedom and wild joy while trick-or-treating with my sister. Seeing our kids and their adorable and creative costumes and the excitement of the season are some of the best parts. It can also be a recipe for overstimulation, sugar overload, meltdowns, and dysregulated kiddos and parents. Here's a few tips to keep in mind so that celebrating Halloween can be the most fun for you and your kids. Number one, set expectations. Whether you have toddlers or teenagers, let them know how the festivities will go ahead of time. For example, hey honey, after dinner, we're gonna go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. We can stay out until it gets dark and then we'll come home, take a warm bath and head to bed. Or it might be, we're gonna go to a party on Friday and then on Sunday we'll stay home and watch Halloween movies with popcorn. These expectations might seem simple, but they give kids a place to land. When they have clear expectations, they know what to expect so that they don't become upset by hopes of staying out all night or filling their candy bags up to the top or something similar. Number two, set candy boundaries. Every year, I hear parents in turmoil because they feel out of control when it comes to sweet treats. This is understandably tricky ground, especially if you're a health conscious family. So let your child know what the boundaries are with candy. And remember that you're the parent, it's up to you. They might protest, they might not like your boundaries, but that is normal and to be expected. For my son, I let him know before we go out, you can have X pieces of candy tonight and then one each day until you go to dad's house on Friday. At the end of the week, the candy that he collected with me gets tossed. And 99% of the time when he comes back to my house a week later, he doesn't even remember it, doesn't think about it, doesn't ask about it. And the times when he does, it's usually a short-lived moment of disappointment, but I already let him know ahead of time, like that candy's not gonna be here when you get back, so you know, enjoy it while it's here. And it's never been a big problem. Number three, support sensory needs. Halloween can be sensory overload, and not just for kids. First, consider what you need in order to be able to be out with your kids. Maybe you need earplugs or to wear noise-canceling headphones. Maybe having sunglasses on or a hat or, you know, like a costume with a hood to drown out some stimuli would be helpful. Maybe you take your child out for an hour and then switch with a friend so that you can go home and rest and fill your cup. Keep an eye out for your children's sensory system as well. I notice that when we go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood, my son fares much, much better than when we go to the Halloween block party downtown. It's just like this sea of kids, music, costumes, small spaces, bright lights. It's so much. And I notice him being really scattered, not able to listen, just like very overstimulated. And I definitely have my limits with it too. So remember that you can always take breaks and finding quiet places away from all the activity to just chill and reset your nervous system can be just the thing that everyone needs. Last year when we did the party downtown, 
We went for a little bit, maybe like 20 or 30 minutes, and then we had parked the car a block or two away. So we went back and sat by the car, had a little bit of candy, and just, you know, let ourselves be in the quiet. I don't think anyone said a word. <laughs> we were just decompressing. And then after, you know, 10 or so minutes, we felt ready to go back in again. Number four, and this is the last one. Remember that the point of all of this is to have fun. If that no longer feels in reach because you're overstimulated or your little one is having a sugar crash, you are allowed to change the plans. You're allowed to set new boundaries. You're allowed to change the rules. As parents, we can feel this immense pressure to make holidays perfect and special and memorable, but not every Halloween is going to be perfect, no matter how hard we try. And there's nothing wrong with heading home early to snuggle up, eat something grounding and warm and retreat from all the action. You don't have to make this holiday perfect. You just have to be as present as you can, while you can, and soak in your child's joy. You got this. listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, share this episode or send it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on social media. And if you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead meditations, workshops, community gatherings, in-person retreats, and more. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, intuitive readings, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I hope this weekend offers you whatever it is that you need or desire, whether that's play, rest, connection, release, or adventure. I'll see you on Monday.